Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Happy Saturday morning. Be a Mentor, Be a Fan is Denver Sports Campaign to advocate for our listenership to get involved in mentorship here in the Denver community. There's so many great ways that you can get involved. DenverSports.com slash mentors, the site that we're encouraging people to go to to learn how they can get involved, including with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado, which is an organization we're proud to have partnered with along the way. I'm Rod Sharon, and I'm joined today by Charles C.J. Johnson, the former Orange Bowl MVP, University of Colorado quarterback, sports broadcasting professional, and now one of the big wigs at Ball Corporation. You've done it all, C.J., <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we'll get into some of those adventures along the way and some of the people that helped mentor you in all these different aspects. And one of the reasons really wanted to have you here today is you're not – just athlete or just broadcaster or just business person, you've held multiple hats, which means you've had a lot of people, I'm sure, help you along the way. When, when I just say the words mentorship to you, CJ, what, what comes to your mind when I when I say mentorship? You know, Ross, first of all, I just want to um, congratulate, recognize uh, what an awesome partnership you just introduced, right? I am i wasn't aware of it until now. Your partnership uh, with the fan and Big Brothers, Big Sisters, um, having been exposed to both entities extensively over the course of my life. I would say uh, that that is awesome to see you all come together. I think uh, the the work that can be done there and the difference that can be made is immeasurable. And so I just want to tip my cat to both you and big brothers and big sisters for, uh, for making this happen. Uh, you mentioned the word mentorship and uh, Roz, let me tell you, you know, there is no, no progress gained uh, in any of our lives, uh, particularly in my life, but in any of our lives, without some measure of mentorship, uh, if you look at the pure definition of the word, uh, it doesn't really give justice to what it actually means in practice. Um, anything that I've attributed, I've attributed to, um, you know, progress in my life certainly came with a good measure of mentorship uh, from people in my community as a young man growing up in the inner city of Detroit through my time as an undergrad student at the University of Colorado, my early career uh, as I started out and now as a, a seasoned career vet, if you will, in corporate America, mentorship has been uh, sort of the consistent watchword for any progress that I've made over the course of my life. So let's go back to Detroit. You mentioned that's sort of where it all starts. You sure you can handle that? Can I, you handle I, I, we'll try our best okay. to handle Detroit. Okay. And- <laughs> I know you were involved in, in sports at a young age, football, I think baseball too, right? Basketball. Were, were there any specific coaches who stand out to you that were mentors for you along the way? Listen, a- along the way at every stage, I would say. I remember my first year of playing Little League football. Coach Arnold, who I thought was the most stern disciplinarian, I was afraid of him. Uh, but really what he was doing was mentoring me and pouring into me and instilling in me the confidence to uh, – to be able to to do something that I wasn't sure I was able to do as a young seven-year-old, my first year of, of playing football, fully padded, uh, Coach Arnold. Then I go uh, through my high school years with uh, Coach Keener, who's a Hall of Fame basketball coach, uh, coached the likes of Chris Webber and Shane Battier and so many other NBA greats. He was, before those guys, he was my guy, right? He was the guy who... Uh, really took me under his wing and allowed me to make the transition from inner city Detroit, where a hundred percent of my surroundings were African-American to out in Birmingham, Michigan, uh, where I attended high school at Detroit country day, 
where almost 100% of my surroundings were uh, were not African-American. It was, it was predominantly white. And Coach, Coach Keener was a guy who shepherded me through those years and allowed me time and space to transition and understand what that was all about up to the University of Colorado. And uh, folks around here uh, know how powerful and, and meaningful the presence of Bill McCartney was in the lives of so many people. Uh, just uh, the master mentor, uh, the master advocate, if you will, uh, in my professional life. I tip my cap uh, to so many people who have been um, just there for me along the way. The late, great Theory Smith uh, introduced me to uh, this profession here, talking about sports broadcasting and uh, just knowing what he meant to the community uh, and, and his willingness to pass on all of his knowledge and, and, and truly from his heart, uh, pouring it that into me and allowing me uh, to realize uh, a success in uh, in that space, and then ultimately in a professional in my professional life, a guy like John Hayes, who's the CEO, the former CEO, now chairman of Bald Corporation, um, just a, a, an amazing mentor, coach, advocate. Uh, without these men and and women in my life, I'm remiss not to talk about the women who played uh, an incredible part in my development. Without them in my life. Um, there's CJ's not sitting here with you today. You mentioned all these different people, and I know there's tons of stories we could talk about with all of them uh, that, that imparted wisdom on you and taught you along the way. But I want to talk about the relationships mm. that were built with these people because I know, at least in the case of, like, say, a Bill McCartney, that relationship continued long beyond your career playing at the University of Colorado. You're absolutely right. And, and Raj, I appreciate you going. Uh, beyond just the surface sort of conversation relative to mentorship. One thing I've discovered over the course of my life is anyone who is a a true mentor uh, suggests that there is some substance in the relationship, which also suggests that it's all not peaches and cream, right? Uh, There are some truths that uh, a mentor will reveal to you. They make you uncomfortable. Sometimes they make you upset. Uh, They're hard lessons to learn on our journey to maturity, if you will. And every mentor I just mentioned uh, were skillful and steadfast about not just pulling me along, but being honest, sometimes dreadfully honest about whatever shortcomings I might have and things that I have to do to uh, to become better at, at my craft or at whatever it is uh, I was engaged in. And so, um, you know, I think it's, you know, we often talk about what's important and uh, we celebrate things. I'll give you a prime example. And, uh, we had a conversation recently with friends about the value of Black History Month. And we talk about Black History Month uh, in such celebratory terms. I think of an iconic figure in American history and world history, Dr. Martin Luther King. And he, I've, I've studied him and studied his mentors and uh, his life. And there's a flip side to all the celebratory uh, sort of uh, recognition that he get. He was a guy who suffered from great depression. He was a guy who, uh, it's been claimed by historians, actually thought about committing suicide himself. There's a flip side. There's a price to pay. And I think what mentors understand is that um, we we have to sort of present it to those we are mentoring uh, both sides of the coin so that they're not, we're not disillusioned about the journey and how difficult the path will be. Uh, and so I, I really appreciate the, the, the point you made relative to the relationship, because by definition, relationship means 
something more than just what we often talk about. And that's what makes mentorship so powerful. And it's one of the main reasons we're encouraging people to get involved in mentors, because as you're hearing from CJ and hear from so many others, it's important. You need it to succeed in life. So denversports.com slash mentors, our site. We're encouraging everyone to head there, learn more about our partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado. Uh, They're desperately looking for help for bigs that can get involved and help young people in our community that could use mentors. Uh, There's other ways you can get involved. Coaching's a common one we talk about a lot, CJ, uh, in sports. And, uh, you know, along the way, some of the names you mentioned, I mean, obviously, yeah, we all know Bill McCartney, but, you know, you had coaches in high school and peewee. These weren't necessarily uh, uh, huge name people, but they they made a profound impact on your life. And and then beyond sports, as as you were an adult, you encountered a lot of these people as well. The the thing I want to talk about, and and, and we will get into that, but I want to talk about the flip side of it, and that's, you mentoring others mm. along the way and how um, you've passed on your knowledge, whether it was uh, football or broadcasting or, or in the business world. How important was it for you to kind of pay it back, so to speak, that this info and this knowledge and these relationships that you acquired at a younger age? You know, Raj, I, I had a duty to do so. I've always felt like it was my duty to do just that. Um, um, you know, it said it's biblical to, mu- to whom much is given, much is expected. Um, and there was no way you think about my journey a little bit, right? I was a, I was a undersized black quarterback. I needed mentorship in ways that most perhaps don't even, couldn't even recognize. I mean, and I played at, at the college level. Um, I was never the biggest, fastest, strongest. So I had to believe something that in many ways, uh, was yet unproven or scantily proven. And so there were, there weren't a lot of examples, of what I had projected or saw myself as moving forward. You weren't seeing a lot of yourself on television when you were watching games, it sounds like. That's exactly right. And certainly um, those who looked like me weren't given the benefit of of uh, a capability, right? You had to prove yourself over and over and over again uh, before it was fully accepted that you were capable. And so as I came through my life, I'll never forget. um, And people always ask me, why didn't you coach, right? Why didn't you get into sports as a coach? Well, I did. I started uh, our youth league uh, or shortly after uh, Laura and I had kids, I started a youth league in Green Valley Ranch, just a, a, a neighborhood here in northeast Denver, uh, the Green Valley Ranch Youth League with a couple of other parents. And that was my way to give back. I wanted, I wanted uh, those young you know, boys and girls in the neighborhood to realize that, one, their destiny isn't wrapped solely in athletics. We use this as a stage. There are a lot of lessons to be, um, to be gained from this experience. But this isn't the end game, right? And so it gave me an opportunity to speak life, to, to speak life lessons into young boys and girls using the game as a stage. I know we've talked about that. You're yep. involved with First Tee, Green Valley That's Ranch, right. that teaches life lessons through golf. And, and we've been involved with that uh, as well. That seems like a, like a great example of kind of using sports to te- teach these life lessons because, no, not everybody's going to play in the NFL or the NBA, et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly right. Sports is a vehicle. It's not the destination. It's not the end game. And I think oftentimes as adults we confuse our the younger generation uh, because we celebrate so boldly and so loudly the game itself uh, without explaining to the younger generation that uh, that's not the journey. It's not the destination. It's just a stop along a journey. Uh, and so I think oftentimes we confuse kids uh, and I like to use uh, the field, the playing surface, whatever it might be as an opportunity 
to uh, to broaden the horizons of our young boys and girls. Well, your journey includes a stop in Boulder with the legendary Bill McCartney. I want to talk to you a little bit about that, as well as the transition to broadcasting and in the business world and the mentors along the way. Be a mentor. Be a fan. It's our new campaign, denversports.com slash mentor, where you can learn more about how we're encouraging people to get involved in membership here in the Denver community. More with Charles C.J. Johnson. Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. And welcome back to Be a Mentor, Be a Fan here on 104.3 The Fan. It's our campaign going on at denversports.com slash mentor. We're encouraging our listeners to get involved in mentorship. We're proud to be partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado and we think it's a great avenue to get involved in the community helping young people. We've been talking with people Saturday morning that you've heard here on the airwaves or you've watched them on television and hearing some of their stories of mentorship along the way. Proud to be joined today by Mr. Fifth Down, Charles C.J. Johnson. And C.J., you and I obviously go way back in our broadcasting careers have intertwined. And I do want to get to that in a moment, but I'd be remiss if we're having this large conversation about mentorship to not be able to get a story or two from you about your legendary college coach, Bill McCartney, Coach Mack. I had the pleasure of producing a radio show you did with Coach Mack uh, a number of years ago, and there's probably enough stories that just came out of that. But uh, talk to me about that young kid that came out of Detroit, gets off a a plane or a car, whatever it might be, and you got to Boulder, Colorado, and and there's Bill McCartney. Tell me about that experience and how he helped mentor you through your college experience and beyond. You know, Roz, I I was just blessed. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that um, everyone is uh, was afforded the opportunity to uh, sort of learn uh, and be taught at the knee of someone so, uh, I think, authentically powerful, so authentically willing to just pour into young people. Uh, that was my experience with Bill McCartney. Here, here is the interesting thing about Coach Mack, because you're right. There are so many anecdotes, so many stories that we hear about the legendary Bill McCartney. But the one thing, there's a, there's a common thread that sort of runs through all of them. His intense humanity and uncompromising uh, willingness or ability to, ability to just mentor, to be committed, committed to it um, unwavering, in, in an unwavering way. Everything rises and falls on leadership. on leadership. How many times did Coach Mack? I even know it. I didn't play for him. I know yeah, that's that exactly right. Let me tell you a, a quick story. That's that's to some degree relevant today. It's amazing how time sometimes shapes and molds facts, right? Uh, and this is relevant to to lessons learned from uh, someone who you know or you dis- discover over time really believes in you and those around you. Um, there was a story years ago about uh, a situation that uh, myself and and a few of my teammates were in. It was I think it was the Fourth of July. It may have been 1989 or 1990. It was at uh, a former teammate's home, mo- mom's home, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, and the, uh, after the evening had calmed down, there was a little smoldering in uh, the the garage, and uh, the the um, firemen came out, and there was a conversation. We all were. Myself and three or four of my teammates were there, uh, and there was a conversation that actually took place uh, at that moment. We discovered the next day that someone had been cited for uh, disturbing the situation or disturbing the peace. And the four of us didn't know who because we couldn't recall a moment in which there was tensions uh, tensions had, had risen. Uh, as it turned out, it was it was Eric. 
Uh, and thus, Eric was suspended for the first game of the season. I was so incensed. I was so outraged by that decision by Coach McCartney. Afterwards, he pulled us all in and explained to us that it wasn't about right or wrong or what happened in that moment. He looked at all of us, four African-American student athletes, and said, don't get caught up on being right in this moment because the consequences can be far worse for you. I want you all to look long-term and be here for the long haul. You are great young men. You're going to be great leaders in your communities. You can't afford anything right or wrong to stop you on your path. So I hope this is a lesson that everyone here will learn from. It stopped us all in our tracks. Not that we all necessarily agreed with it. I understood where it was coming from, but that was the commitment he had to us. Uh, And needless to say, I think it, it certainly paid off. It's a great story. And now you fast forward years and years later. How's your relationship evolved with Coach Mack? It is, um, it's been consistent. What I love about Coach Mack is he begs for your honesty. Here's the thing about any relationship. It's not that you agree on everything. It's not that you always even get along. But we respect each other enough to be completely honest with each other about how we feel about a given subject. Uh, and that's been our relationship. I know I can go to Mac and share something with him, and he will give me his honest assessment of it. We may hug and embrace an agreement. We may argue and fight in disagreement. But one thing we know that after it's all said and done, we'll love each other and ultimately embrace and we'll move on with life. Um, There's substance there, man. And I think when you talk about mentorship, if you can do that, ultimately, then the whole sort of process of mentoring was a success. And it seems like through the process, there was also a lot of peer mentoring with you and your teammates that I know you're close with so many of them. They're names that are very familiar to everyone here. Chad Brown here, here on the fan, Alfred Williams. Yes. Uh, you mentioned Eric Bieniemy, Vance Joseph. You Absolutely. know, the, you guys were all so close together. And I'd have to imagine that common denominator of that strong yeah. mentorship with, with uh, Coach McCartney went a long way to that. Raja, that's a great point you make. That's another sort of benefit of effective mentoring. It's not just the one-to-one relationship with the mentor. It's the village that benefits from, uh, from, that, from effective mentorship and the relationships, the bonds that are created when uh, there is a, an atmosphere of, of equity, an atmosphere of fairness, an atmosphere that promotes, listen, the rules apply to everyone equally, right? There's, a, there's an objectivity to it. Uh, it creates a bond and those men and there are others that you mentioned, um, you know, that's another sort of byproduct of great, strong mentorship. Uh, I'll lay my life down for, for those guys. We are that close. Uh, I've been to their kids births when they, when they had babies, they've been to mine graduations, funerals of parents and loved ones. Uh, we've always been there for one another uh, and that goes beyond just being teammates, something deeper uh, than being teammates. And I think it's fostered through a great example of mentorship. DenverSports.com slash mentors, the website we're advocating for everyone to go to. Be a mentor, be a fan is our campaign. Here's we're trying to encourage everyone here in the local community in Denver to get involved with mentorship. And you're hearing some of the powerful stories from CJ here today of what kind of an impact you can make on a young person, a, a peer, whoever it may be, uh, through getting involved in mentorship. So, CJ, uh, you finish up your career at the University of Colorado. What's next for you and who helps you along the way? You know, um, a, a lot of great 
uh, the mentors. And, and, you know, at that point, you keep in mind, I, I'm fresh out of Detroit. I come to, to this great state of Colorado. I'm in Boulder for four, five, six years um, through grad school uh, and beginning to look more towards Denver. So I'm looking for, uh, you know, where might I settle in the Denver area? This is, I'll never forget, 1991. Uh, a great sort of pillar of the African-American community in Denver, Charles Cousins. Um, look him up. Google him. I tell you, this guy was flat out amazing. Uh, he invited me to be the guest speaker at Manual High School's banquet. It was a year in which they won the state championship. I'm sitting at a table of the two mayoral candidates for Denver that year. Uh, Norm Early, the late great Norm Early, and Wellington Webb. Uh, and I got to know the mayor uh, fairly well at that point. You talk about great mentors, uh, Wellington Webb, Regis Groff, Gloria Tanner, uh, so many uh, in the Denver metropolitan area who extended their arms and welcomed us in. There was a barber in the Five Points named Mr. McGill. We used to just light up when we could posse up and come down to Denver and get our haircuts, get a tight fade at Mr. McGill's at the five points. It reminded us at, of home. Uh, and so there were so many in this Denver metropolitan area in the city of Denver that created a home base for us uh, that I'm grateful for. It helped me uh, sort of make that transition from the University of Colorado to my professional And then life. you eventually get into broadcasting. You mentioned theory. Or yes. I'm sure you had a lot of mentors along the way in broadcasting as well. Let me tell you something. Uh, theory almost transcends the profession of broadcasting for me as a mentor. Uh, this guy was salt of the earth. Uh, he was a, a pioneer, certainly, in, in broadcasting, and certainly a pioneer for African Americans in broadcasting. Uh, and the way he opened his arms to me, uh, invited me in, sat me in the chair, gave me a microphone when perhaps I wasn't ready, I certainly didn't have the confidence to do it, uh, and, and instilled that confidence in me, um, I'm forever grateful for Theory Smith. And, uh, you know, my guess is, in fact, I know it to be a fact. There are thousands of people in the Denver metro uh, area who he touched directly and indirectly who are grateful for the time that uh, he, he gave us. Well, CJ, you have the sports career and then you have the broadcasting career. Now the business career. Who helped mentor you there? Well, I, you know, it's really a, a, a combination of uh, and the influence of all those uh, mentors, Um um, I neglected to mention the, the the two most influential mentors in my life, Charles Johnson, my dad, and Mary Lou, my mom, right? And so when you talk about uh, the influence of mentorship through each stage or phase of my life, it starts with the two of them. I had big brothers, Marlon and, and, and Sean, and my baby brother, Chris, and, and sisters who were just flat out amazing. And so at each stage, there's some doubt, right? You, we don't step into these phases in our lives fully confident, knowing all, and you kind of lean back on the lessons taught. It starts at an early age. And so from mom and dad through uh, a Coach Keener and, and Coach McCartney, through a Theory Smith, uh, all of them contribute to sort of where we end up or where we find ourselves in, lives, in life. So as I transition to business, um, certainly the lessons learned from from all of the, for all, from all of them have shepherded me to this point. Uh, but I will say, you know, there was one individual, and I mentioned him earlier, John Hayes, who was the former CEO, now chairman of the board of Ball Corporation, uh, really extended his hand in the most humanitarian way, right, to be a leader of a 500, Fortune 500 company and to sort of set all that aside and expose his humanity 
and mentor me in such a uh, um, an authentic way, I thought was it was certainly meaningful, but it uh, it taught me a lot. It, it broke down barriers and allowed me to see that um, wherever we are and whatever we call ourselves, whatever we perhaps specialize in, we're not limited to. Uh, and I'm grateful for him and for that. If I was able to put you in a time machine and take you back to talk to a young CJ in Detroit and you were mentoring that young CJ, what lessons would you impart on him that you've learned along the way here to go from where that little kid is to, to where you are now here in Colorado yeah. with ball? Yeah. You know, that's a great question, Raj. And, and the first thing I would say, and perhaps the only thing I would say is it's not as it appears, right? Uh, oftentimes our surroundings, our environments limits us. And when we limit ourselves that way, our imaginations are stunted. What can we, what's out there, you know, think beyond what's in front of us right now. Uh, the realm of possibilities are endless. And the last thing I'll say to that is there are no permanent friend, no, no permanent enemies in life, right? In our political environment, you, one would think, one might be made to think that I'm from this, from this neighborhood, this background, this is how I've been raised. You are from an, an opposite circumstance. Perhaps you share a different political party and therefore we are made to be enemies. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth. We have more in common as people than we have that separates us. If we start conversations out, relationships out with what we have in common, things that are basic and fundamental in life, basic fundamental safety, our love of our children, wanting them to get a great education, those types of things, then the conversations tend to be different. When we start with our differences, when it's a food fight at the beginning of the lunch hour, it's hard to get order. It's hard to establish relationships. So what I would tell a young CJ is to be, keep an open mind, be confident in where you're going. You're certainly capable of getting it done, and don't ever, ever give up. Great advice. DenverSports.com slash mentor. That's the website to head to for Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn how you can get involved here in our community in Denver and mentorship. So many great stories today from you, CJ. Really appreciate you taking the time. My man, Raj. Good to be here, man. Great to have you along. We'll be back next week with more Be a Mentor, Be a Fan.